Welcome to The Dwelling Place, where three friends talk about approachable home design and our never-ending search for the perfect rug. So whether you're doing laundry or the dishes, join us in a conversation about making our home a beautiful dwelling place. Today's episode is our last one of the season. We're ending it on a high note by sharing our spring and summer favorites from swimming pools to the best summer sandals, favorite recipes, and our bucket lists, all the things that make our lives just a little bit cooler. We'll also recap our domestic dare of organizing our pantries and share a pillow talk as always. So my love for the week is my salt cellar, again. So I ordered a replacement one from Target. Mm-hmm. Lovely Target and their packaging. Has anybody else experienced it? Oh it's crazy. Like, add some bubble wrap, people. I and they'll do giant anything. boxes for little things without uh, anything packed, like, like keeping ceramics. it secure. I wasn't going to mention the curtain situation, but I did end up ordering light blocking curtains. Yeah. We discussed this on Marco Polo. Okay, two curtain panels came in a plastic shipping bag, mm-hmm. like a Target branded one, and it had holes in it. And was, like, partially ripped open. So one of the curtain panels got all this black, greasy stuff on it. Then the third curtain panel came inside a ginormous cardboard box. Same day. Derived all the same day. Two (laughs) panels shoved in this plastic bag that had ripped open. This other curtain panel was in this ginormous cardboard box in another plastic bag. Like, they had wrapped it in a plastic bag and (laughs) then put it in the cardboard box. And then the other ones, they didn't even put a a second plastic bag around it. There's only one thin layer of plastic. Yeah. I know they're probably shipping from different warehouses, so I guess that's probably how that happened, (laughs) but it doesn't make sense. No, it doesn't. Anywho, so my salt cellar was made of resin, just completely cracked. I'm like, oh, man. So I, I returned it. They gave it to me for free. Yay, okay. And I was able to still use it in a way where I put a mason jar inside with my salt cellar and use that as a salt cellar. So that was great. And then, again, I had it in my hands, and then the (gasps) lid, which I didn't realize, was stone. It's not resin. The lid is stone. The rest of it is resin. Dropped, and then chipped the top of it. So... I'm oh. like, what is it with me and salt cellars? I cannot keep them whole. No. So that was well, unfortunate. But here's the thing is you can get a new one since you got your money back, right? If you yeah. wanted. Yeah. But it did determine that I think I need something with a handle. Yeah. <laughs> Not just like this yeah. loose thing that I have to pick up. Because that was like four inches. Maybe yeah. you need one that has a swiveling lid that's like partially attached. That's the <laughs> it way stays on. Yeah, because yeah. I have a wood one and the lid swivels. My problem is I take it all over the kitchen with me because I don't do like cooking in the same spot ever. Mm-hmm. It's, it travels around with me and it just slipped out. So mine has a like a knob on it. That's what I need. I need a knob. Mm-hmm. My previous one had like a little leather loop. So I'd right. like loop it on my finger and take it off. And I really like that. That one was on Target. And then by the time I made up my mind to buy it, then it went out of stock. Yeah. It's like, ah. Oh, man. But my high is, for Mother's Day, Kurt got me a battery-operated chainsaw, and I'm so excited. Woo! (laughs) Um, So I have my weed whacker and my blower all by Black & Decker, all run off the same battery, and I love them. I will mention them again later on in this episode. (laughs) But he got me the matching Black & Decker chainsaw so I can, like, cut down my own little branches. I'm so (laughs) excited. That's awesome. (laughs) Have you used it yet? It gets here tomorrow. Oh, good. (laughs) 
I know I will use it. I already yeah. have, like, all these limbs that I cannot wait to go hack down. So for season three, you'll have to update us and tell us how wonderful it was yes. this summer. I already know it's going to be amazing. <laughs> uh, well, for my low this week, the saga of the grass that we cannot grow. So a couple weeks ago, we planted more grass seed in the patches where... I don't even know if I've really explained all of the grass seed that we have purchased over the last, like, two years. You girls remember when we did a total, like, haul Mm -hmm. over with the, like, we got a truckload of soil in and just Mm -hmm. redid it all. And then when it started coming up, there were just lots of patches. And it's because, like, I know that we have some shady areas and then some sun and you have to kind of make sure you get shade grass and then also sun grass and some mix of the grass and it's it's very I had no idea it was that complicated yeah and then you have to make sure that like there's this whole thing about like the pH levels of your soil (laughs) like there's a whole like science behind of getting good grass Hmm. and we were getting weeds coming up and the only way to get rid of weeds is like using like an herbicide or like you know like a weed and feed type thing and you can't have kids playing on that So this year, it looks a little bit better than last year, but there are still giant patches. So last week, or two weeks ago, we bought more grass seed, put it all out, we like tilled it, put the grass seed on, did the hay, watered it like crazy, and two weeks later, nothing. Literally nothing. We're like, how is this possible? So my aunt gave me the idea, instead of using hay, use topsoil, because the places that it's not growing, tilling it, it's just not probably rooting enough in the mm. soil because it's really like dry. And I also, mm. we also read that it's good to till after it's rained so the soil is more loose. Mm. So this time it rained, we tilled it, we put the grass seed down, we put topsoil on top, and then we put a little bit of hay because hay helps keep moisture in. Mm-hmm. And I've been watering it like crazy. It rained a lot today. I'm hoping this weekend, I'm going away, but I'm hoping Ryan will make sure the sprinkler's on it. And in two weeks, hopefully we will have grass before we have a big party in two weeks. So it's been a thing. But if anyone has any more tips on how to grow beautiful grass, because like my mom, my mom's house, my parents' house, I say my mom's house, it's both my parents, but it's really my mom's house because she like takes care of it. I'm sure June will say that about our house later on in life. Mom's house. Her grass is like literally walking on clouds. It's the prettiest grass, the most comfy grass. Like you just want to like sprawl out on it. There is no weed to be found. Really? It is so, but she puts a lot of work into it and she uses the the fertilizer and the weed and feed and all those kinds of things. I want to be like her. I want to be like my mom. I want to be like my mom's lawn. (laughs) So that's my goal in life, but anyways, that is the low. The high is besides that, outside is just really coming along. It looks so good Thank to me. you. Thanks. We got the gravel all in. We still have to spread it a little bit. I still have some mounds that I haven't like raked out, but we have all the gravel in. We bought all the mulch. We didn't get it spread yet, but I'm hoping next week I can try to do that with Jude playing and on spreading mulch. Now we're, like, the flowers are starting to, like, they're not blooming yet, but they're just, like, there's greenery everywhere, and it's, like, oh, my heart. And we planted a lot of things. One area we planted last year, and I haven't actually even seen some of these plants bloom yet, because when I planted them, it was more in the fall. 
So now they're starting to come up and I'm just like really excited to see what they're going to look like. Yeah. And I don't even remember what they are. Like I know some was like, they're all white, but yeah. <laughs> one's <laughs> a hibiscus, which I think is like late summer. One is um, a still bee. I don't know. It's kind of like a linear flower. Hmm. And there's some other ones. I don't even remember what they are, but I'm just like super excited. I have a rose bush that's like oh. this beautiful white and I guess it's like it's a David Austin rose bush, which I guess is like very expensive. Fancy, right? Yeah, and like many petal count. Like the more petal count that a rose has, the like more expensive it is. Really? <laughs> yeah, I remember that from being in the flower shop. Like when they're very full, they almost look like peonies because they yeah. have so many petals. Ooh. So I'm really excited. My mom showed me how to prune them. And so it's coming along. It's, I haven't weeded everything yet. I haven't remulched. Like, I have a lot to do, but it's just exciting to see things growing and yeah, nicer weather and, you know, all those things. So, <laughs> what about you, Emily? Well, speaking of the outdoors, so my low is my tree situation. No. Uh-oh. <laughs> Which you guys called it last week because I said he's going to drop off the quote this weekend and... <sighs> Yeah, we just came never done, never came, called again, said he'd come the next day, still never came. No um, quote, the leaves are fully out on the trees now, so, and the two weeks that he said, like, oh, these two weeks would be great, we can get you scheduled in during those two weeks, that's come and gone. So, oh, really? Yeah. And you were willing to pay, like, top dollar. Like, yeah. what the heck? I was like, just come cut these trees. <laughs> yeah. So, I think we've, we're stuck with our trees for another year. Oh. Hopefully, we can get them cut down. I so. just, just to try, I would call all the other places one Again. more time. Just yeah. to see. Because, like, we didn't get ours cut until it was, like, there were full tree leaves on them. It was, it was like, middle or to late summer last year. Okay. So, you know, yeah, can't have be to be leafless. Yeah. Yeah. He was just saying it will be less expensive if they're leafless because there's less cleanup and it's just a lot easier to mm. cut them, I guess. Mm-hmm. Which makes sense because it's not obscuring all the branches and everything. Yeah. I was just really hoping that they had that finally taken care of because mm-hmm. I am so tired of calling yeah. tree companies. Yeah, so that's the low. The high, though, is if you remember back a few episodes ago, we had our DIYs we're trying to try, Mm -hmm. and mine was doing some fluted wood projects. So I completed my fluted wood peninsula. It looks so good. Yeah, Yeah. I love it. (laughs) It was really funny because I was showing you guys some updates and like in progress things as I was working on it because I was trying to figure out exactly how I was going to do it. Of course, I went out and bought all the fluted wood, the pole wrap panels before I had an idea of like how exactly (laughs) I was going to do it. But I knew I could get three sections out of each because the pole wrap, just to recap, is this really long, skinny, thin strips of wood because it's designed to wrap around a pole. So it's 16 inches is the diameter. I knew I could chop it into three pieces and with six pieces I could get all the way around the peninsula. I went out and bought a spray adhesive that was like Gorilla Glue spray adhesive and that's what I used initially. And I bought that one because it said you got to let it cure for like three minutes and then you put it up and you can still adjust it oh. a little bit. So it's not like mm-hmm. locked in. So I thought that's probably the safest way to go. 
So I used that one first, and I used the handsaw, just sawed it, oh like, the gosh. pieces in the kitchen, <laughs> on the kitchen counter. Because <laughs> I don't like power tools. I know Brian probably has three different saws that would have done it in, like, a second, but... Well, yeah. he was away, Right, so. <laughs> yeah. So that's what I did, and it worked okay. And then I used that Gorilla Glue spray adhesive, and then almost as soon as I finished gluing them on, they started coming off. So, oh. like, as I was still gluing on some pieces, which was really interesting, trying to, like, hold it up long enough for it to be tacky enough to stay, I was, like, stretching out my arms and, like, laying on, <laughs> basically, on the side of the peninsula, and then at one point... I was laying on my back and just holding it up with my feet. And <laughs> so that was a whole ordeal. But then I found Brian had a different spray adhesive in the basement already that was a kind that it, like, once you position it and stick it on there, it's stuck. I upgraded to that level of spray adhesive, and that has been holding oh, good. really well. And I did squirt, like, a little bit of wood glue in there, too. Mm-hmm. And then we had to debate the stain... What stain to do? Many a Marco Polo. <laughs> yeah. I was really torn between doing a lighter stain that would match the flooring. That was my favorite of the three options, like doing the one that would match the flooring or doing the walnut. And we decided on walnut, and I did that one. And at first, I really didn't like it, but it actually has kind of grown on oh, me. Oh, good. I had a feeling you didn't love it. I was yeah. like, oh, shoot, she doesn't like it. But I, I really like the walnut. I think that was the choice to go with. Yeah, because it's a red oak. The other stain, I think, is just going to look too red in that space. Even mm-hmm. though it was, like, kind of close to your flooring, I think it just would have been I too much. I also just think it would have been, even if it was exactly your flooring, it would have been too much. Too much yeah, of too the matchy. same And it just, like... <laughs> Like, it would have been, like, blending into the... (laughs) Right, instead of making a statement and standing out. Like, the blue was contrast. Right. So, yeah, so the walnut definitely pops more. And I think it looks more elevated, which is why I didn't really like it at first, because it seemed too elegant. Mm. But it's... Mm. Too proper. Yeah, yeah, and kind of, like... I don't know, reminding me of old-timey wood paneling. But it's growing on me. I'm okay with it, and I don't want to redo it. So. <laughs> okay, but let's talk about the kick plate. <laughs> do we have to talk about the kick plate? Yes, Yes, we, we need to talk uh, about the kick plate. It cannot be what? navy. It looks weird. <laughs> it does look weird, navy. But what if you removed the navy peninsula? So you have yeah. this gorgeous walnut-stained peninsula now, and then you have this, like, peekaboo of navy at the bottom. And it, it just doesn't make sense. But it carries through the whole kitchen. Yeah, but, like, it doesn't make sense. No, it But what if I paint the back door navy blue? I still think it would look weird. I, yeah. Okay, you girls tell me about this, because I think I suggested this on Margo Polo and nobody responded. What if she took the same stuff, the fluting, and did the kick plate in fluting? That would be a lot of work. It would be a lot of work, but looks-wise, what would it look? Right. I think it'd be... cool. I think it'd look cool. Because what else are you going to do? I don't remember you saying that on Marco Polo, but that's interesting. Yeah. Take less wood. That's my vote. And that's kind of a trend that you've seen, too. Like, when you've seen the fluted, like, Mm -hmm. you know, that's kind of dimensional, Mm -hmm. or it'll come out, and it's still fluted. I could go back to all my inspiration pictures, but most of the time, the fluting does carry down to the floor. Yeah. And it's usually just straight. Mm-hmm. They don't have a kick plate. Right. That's why I think you should try the fluting and just see. Either yeah. that or paint it white or black. Hmm. It makes sense because your cabinetry is white. Mm-hmm. 
But I feel like it would stick out a lot. Like, whoa, that's a white thing on the bottom. That's why I suggested black as well. Because it's dark right now with the navy. Mm-hmm. But it looks kind of odd because it's navy. Because then you have the gray floors, and then you have the navy, and then you have the white cabinets. I think you need to minimize it. And your hardware's black, right? Yes. Yeah. So I guess black could work. But I would try the fluting first. <laughs> the harder um, option. Do you think I need to repaint all the tri- the baseboard area in the kitchen, too? Is that all navy? It's all navy. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's why that... That should all be white. That should all be white. Yeah. (sighs) Do the peninsulas fluted and everything else white? white. Yes. Yes. (laughs) That can be that. Okay. I I could use, like... I have some white porch floor paint. I bet that would be durable enough. No, no, no. (laughs) It gets banged up. No, you need... High gloss. Mm-hmm. Or semi-gloss. Semi-gloss. That's what they use on cabinets. Remember we had a painting episode just recently? <laughs> I, I know, but it needs invest. to be, like, super durable. Go on Pinterest and type in painting cabinets, and they'll tell you it's semi-gloss. They'll, Benjamin Cabinet Moore grade. has a and advanced... A, I think it's called advanced cabinet... That's what I use for my cabinets. Yeah. Benjamin mm-hmm. Moore advanced. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that is ideal. Yes. Now, the white, I would probably do, like, a Chantilly lace. Yeah, whatever her walls and trims are. It's going to be yeah. in the sh- shaded underneath the cabinet, so you won't really see Yeah. It. The cabinets are a little bit cream. Ikea doesn't give you face plates for the cake Kick plates? plates? Like Apparently the... not. Brian built all the cabinet boxes himself. Ikea might sell them, but Brian built them all himself. We built all them ourselves, too, but they came with, with kick, kick plates that matched the cabinetry. Like, okay. it's the same material. Then and... I'm going to do some looking on Ikea's website. Yeah. Because if they sell a kick plate, then I'm buying it. Yeah. Although, if that means I have to take off the quarter round trim that I installed. <gasps> oh, no. <laughs> Just paint it white. That's your simplest Yeah, option. just paint it yeah. white. Just okay. paint it white. With Go Benjamin... to Dave. Go to Dave. Dave. I need some Benjamin Moore advance because I'm painting a kick plate and just get a quart <gasps> and be done with it. Can I tell you a secret about the quarter round trim? Okay, so when I cut the quarter round trim, which was one of my other many projects I did while Brian was gone, he has not discovered this yet, and he won't listen to this podcast, so he won't know. I could not get the angle right on the corners. I mean, you have to get it, like, exactly right for the Mm -hmm. corners to match up. I could not get it on any of the corners in the entire kitchen. It is a lot of cock (laughs) in the corners, and then... I literally, the gap was so wide in some corners, I could not fill it with enough caulk. I used air dry modeling clay (laughs) and sculpted little points and indents and corners and got it so funny. (laughs) You got it to look like it. Yeah. I got to tell Ryan this because that's just oh. so funny. It's brilliant. It's brilliant. <laughs> I painted it. Oh, but we'll see if it's can. brilliant in five years. Yeah. <laughs> you won't be living there anymore, though, so it's yeah. okay. Yeah, won't be my problem. The next donors will be quite surprised. <laughs> why did this weird chunk just come off this corner? <laughs> well, that's why. Oh, my <laughs> goodness. <sighs> that's funny. So with that, we should probably take a little break (laughs) before we get into the main discussion. So our main topic in this episode is our summer favorites. So we're going to be sharing our favorites. Everything from clothes, products, to home stuff, food, the whole thing. 
we kind of got this idea because last season we had pillow talks and each one of us had a pillow talk and it just got to be a lot of pillow talks. So we thought, why don't we have one giant pillow talk episode at the end of the season where we can share all these fun things. And I love listening to these kind of episodes. There's a few other podcasts I listen to that will do like a summer favorites, fall favorites kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. So listeners, you'll have to let us know on Instagram or send us an email if you also enjoy this type of episode so we can include one yeah. next season. Okay, so our first category of summer favorites is home. And my number one summer favorite item is my porch swing, which I've mentioned many times. It's a rattan woven porch swing. It's actually a double wide swing, so I'll post the link in the show notes for a similar one from Serena and Lily, but mine is actually twice as big as that one. And it was a Facebook Marketplace find for a really good deal. I can't remember offhand how much it was. I think it was like $100, I think. I think so, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think you talked about it on the podcast. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Yep. Last but I'm, my mind is blown again. <laughs> <laughs> it's only 100 Yeah. That's, yeah. That's great. I love that it's bigger because I like to pull my legs up and like say crisscross applesauce or like mm-hmm. snuggle up and pull your legs up. So I love that it's bigger so you can yeah. kind of lounge in it. Or like two people could be in it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's it's become Bennett's favorite nap spot on the day. So oh, he's like to lay in there and you can swing him back and forth and he'll take a Like he nap. actually, na- like he'll his actually nap, nap, he takes there. He has a few times. <laughs> Other cute. times he's like rearranged all the porch furniture and created a little bed for himself, like a little <laughs> nest and fallen That's asleep cute. out there. A porch swing is my summer favorite home item for sure. Highly recommend. Well, on my porch, we have our rocking chairs, which I also mentioned in the podcast last season, I believe. I really love, they're just like a simple black, like slat wood rocking chairs. We have two. And I love them. Like today, it was like a downpour. It was a little bit of a thunderstorm. There was a downpour. And I just love sitting on the porch, watching the rain. Jude just like sits on my lap and we watch it together. And lately, there was a couple times where he was not feeling well and he just wanted me to hold him and rock him. He was like, rocking chair. And we just go out there and we just rock on the rocking chair. And it's just... It's really sweet. So I will also link them in the show notes because they're very good price for like how sturdy they are and large and they make a statement and I really like them. Hmm. There's going to be a lot of links to this episode. Yes. So if you guys (laughs) are interested in any of the items that we talk about today, just assume that it is linked and go to our website and everything will be there. One of my favorite things for summer is my gather mat. I got the big old circle one Mm -hmm. and I have used that thing so many times. I keep it folded up in my minivan so when we go to the park, we can have picnics or I can spread it out in our lawn and have a little picnic out there. They're just so versatile. Like, mm-hmm. you put anything on them and it cleans up. <laughs> I love them so much. After you, we went on a picnic one time mm-hmm. and you got it out and I was like, oh my gosh, this is way better than my blanket. Because I was just putting mm-hmm. out this like quilted blanket and if the grass was slightly wet or something, mm-hmm. then it's getting wet and it was like, oh. So I actually got one, Ooh, but I got one for something else, which I will talk about in a minute. But they're great. They're the maxi is what mm-hmm. you have, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's the one I got. And it's the big circle, but you can also get it in a square. Mm-hmm. And they have so many different prints and colors. And hmm. I mean, they are a little pricey, but you wait till they they have a deal. Black Friday, you get the best deals. Yeah. Well, Mother's Day. I just got it on Mother's Day. It was the same deal. Really? Mm-hmm. 35% off, <gasps> which they only do. It said twice a year. Black Friday, I think Mother's Day is the other one. 
Hmm. So fantastic. Yeah. Another summer favorite. This I would call an activity, I guess, in the home category, but just landscaping in general. <laughs> I'm really enjoying. Um, I did landscaping fabric in the front beds. I did new mulch. I'm halfway done with the mulch. It takes so much mulch. Mm-hmm. It's nuts. I estimated it out and I got six bags of mulch and that was enough for half. <laughs> oh, yeah. So. You know how many we just bought when we bought mulch? No. 40. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay, you yeah. bought bags? Isn't yes. it cheaper to go to the... No. It's not? We did the math and I looked at the, the local sand and gravel and if you go there and you actually like... Because we could um, shovel it ourselves yeah. and put it in Ryan's truck. It was still like $20 cheaper going to Lowe's. We had a 10% off coupon so that made it... A little bit, but it mm. still would have been like five dollars cheaper going to Lowe's buying the bags. Really? I thought that was crazy. Like, and I did the math like three times because I'm like shocked. By my that. mind was blown. I was like, why <laughs> is it not cheaper to go to yeah. the place yeah. to shovel it yourself? To buy it in bulk. Yeah. Yeah. Very See, strange. I figured I didn't need very much, so I was fine with just going to Home Depot and getting six bags. But turns out I need at least twelve. <laughs> So, yeah, it's still a work in progress, but it was so satisfying to put out the landscaping fabric. I did like the edging mm-hmm. around it mm-hmm. all by myself. I'm I did impressed with you. Yeah, it was hard work. Yeah. And then um, spreading the mulch and I planted a couple bushes and boxwoods after our episode on right. landscaping. So I have some evergreen. So I have two boxwoods. Nice. I have, I planted my two hydrangeas that I thought died in they're still going. Yeah, okay. good. So still alive. Good. And then two creeping low plants, flocks, creeping flocks. Nice. Are they that. perennials? Yes. Yes, okay. yes they yep. are. I wanted all perennials. Yeah. And then I got a gardenia, which I'm not exactly sure where I'm going to put yet, but. And that's a perennial? We'll see. Yeah. Okay. I think so. And cool. lavender, which I'm going to keep in pots. Yeah, and tell but... me how that goes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We'll see. If you figure it out, I would actually like to know. Yeah. Yeah. And they're great for mosquitoes, like I mentioned. Right, which is mm -hmm. a big selling point for me. Mm -hmm. Well, back to the gather mat. So I just bought one because my next thing that I wanted to share was the inflatable pool I got last year, which is a very stylish one. (laughs) It's like this olivey green and it has like these speckles, white speckles on it. And it's very designerly looking. It's by a shop called Miley, M-Y-L-L-E. And it's like a kiddie pool, but it's a little bit larger. It's can fit like two to three adults. Really? So it's little. It's not like anything huge. Mm-hmm. But we're putting it on our gravel patio. And I saw mm-hmm. an influencer on Instagram have the same exact one, and she put it on top of a maxi gather circle mm. mat, and then it won't, like, I don't think it would pop from the gravel anyways, but it's just kind of, like, reinforcing that it wouldn't, mm-hmm. and it looks cool, and when you step out of it, it gives, like, about a foot extra all the way around, foot and a half maybe, so you can step onto that instead of the rocks. So we're going to try I haven't like put it all together yet and the gather mat hasn't arrived, but I'm like really excited. I wanted to tell everyone about this inflatable pool because it's beautiful. We used it all last year and I'm looking on their website. They're so pretty. Yes. And I wanted to say, because you can buy cheaper versions like knockoffs of this. They, these ones are a hundred dollars. Yeah. So it is pricey compared to just a plastic kiddie pool. Target had some knockoffs, like even like hearth and hand. I went on to the reviews, 
and it was like one star because mm-hmm. everyone was saying this just breaks. Whereas the Miley ones, they're more expensive, but they'll last forever. Like mm-hmm. they're made of better quality mm-hmm. materials and things like that. So if you are looking to like upgrade your kiddie pool, I would go with this. Don't go with the hearth and hand because <laughs> it's just not. You're just gonna be. Thr- I think it was like forty bucks, so it is sixty dollars cheaper. But it if you have to rebuy it every year, right. then yeah. yeah, that's really good to know. And I'm glad you included the pool because we need one. Our little kiddie pool we got from Walmart. First of all, it was really ugly. <laughs> um, and it was, like, the least ugly of the options that they had. But it would not inflate at all this year. And for the last, like, every year, it had three rings, inflatable rings. And every year, like, one ring wouldn't inflate because <laughs> oh. it had a hole. And this year, like, no rings will inflate. So, yeah, throw it out. Well, and the cool thing <laughs> is they have so many different designs, yeah, in different they do. colors and they're all trendy like so trendy and they're trendy but they're classic like they're not gonna go out of style so and I remember when I was deciding I was debating between there was like a window pane one or this green one and Brie was like get the green because of the grass <laughs> you have to, but now I'm using it on gravel so <laughs> I still like the green one thing I am loving on my back deck are my hanging baskets and my outdoor lights I got these outdoor lights last year and strung them around. And in the summertime, you're just sitting out there at night. We mm-hmm. have friends. You're having like a dessert. You have your twinkly lights around. You hear the peepers and you have the little lightning bugs floating around. It's just it's a whole mood. It it's is. the best ever. So And they're the globe ones, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cafe was... style. Is that what it's called? I don't the know. They're the ones that kind of like hang down. Yeah. Like they yeah. look like an Edison bulb. Yeah. So I'm loving those. And I actually saw recently a hack where if you don't have a deck or poles that are tall enough, you take a planter and you fill it with concrete and then add a pole to that. And then you have movable hangers. Mm. So you can get four of them and put them four corners in your yard. You can move them around. And And then you you have hooks at the top. You could probably make it look not cheesy. Yeah. And kind of cool. Yeah, they had like really tall planters, like two, three feet planters that Mm -hmm. went up that were like black. And then you just had your pole in the center. You saw a picture of this? Yeah. Can you link it? Sure. Just because my sister is trying to put, they just did a new deck at her house and she wanted, she used to have what you had on, like on the railings, but mm-hmm. then they got rid of the railings. Mm-hmm. And so now she's trying to figure out how to still do. The so square. that's a good idea. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And another trick, instead of hanging them from like the little hooks that come on the top of the metal pole, what you do is you take wire. And you do the wire as long as your lights, and you string and attach that. Make sure it's the length of it, and then you string your lights onto that wire, so that way they don't sag, and they stay up. And then you can like shift them around too if you need to so adjust them. So where we bought lights two years ago and still haven't put them up, <laughs> they're the globe ones. We're planning on doing it across the gravel patio, but mm-hmm. like swinging from the tree to the house and back to another tree mm-hmm. and back to the house. Mm-hmm. Would I need to do this wire thing? I don't think so, right? If you're doing it in trees, you probably don't need to. Okay. But I was going over, like, nothingness. (laughs) If there's a big gap between trees, you could string a wire and then string the lights to the wire Mm -hmm. back to the house, but... It's just so they don't sag or dip down and move around. Well, you want them to sag a little. But you can control the sag. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) One thing that we love outside is our hammock. So Ryan got that for Christmas a couple years ago, and it's one of those rope hammocks. I think it holds like 750 pounds. It's like a lot, and it's Mm. 13 feet. 
Ryan, Jude, and I all fit on it, and we could have even more. So if it's a lot, it's really just nice to, like, hang out there. He has now been, like, preparing his sermons out there at night Aww. and just, like, with, like, I see, I look out there and I see this little book light on with oh. him in the hammock. <laughs> so I definitely recommend that we have it between two trees and... But you can also get a stand for it if you don't want to have it between two trees. So that's a nice thing for summertime. Our next category is summer favorites, clothes, style, etc. My first recommendation are my knockoff Birkenstocks. (laughs) (laughs) They're from Amazon. The brand I got was Funky Monkey. They're like $17. And they are the world's most smushiest things, okay? (laughs) I have like semi-ish flat feet, so sometimes it's hard to find shoes. And last year I'm like, you know what? I'm going to I'm going to get some Birkenstocks. I'm going to do it. I'm going to get the rubber ones. Well, I went in store and tried them on and they were like walking around on bricks. I did not really? like it. They were so uncomfortable for me. I know I'm probably in the minority in this, but they just did not work for me. I'm like this is not worth the pain. It's not worth it. So, I went on Amazon, found these knockoff ones, and they're like clouds. There's no <laughs> breaking in. They're smushy. They have lasted me all last year. I bought another color this year. They're fantastic. I highly, highly recommend them. Well, I should probably go next because mine are Birkenstocks. (laughs) That is like my go-to sandals. I wear them all the time. And I just bought another pair after these ones I've had for, I counted, it's been six years that I've had them. Wow. And just last year I started noticing them like starting to wear. Are these the foam ones or the The rubber Really? The rubber ones. Everybody's feet are different. And so I got them, like I said, it was, it could have been even seven years. It, it's been a really long time that I've had these. And just last year they started like right, you know, when you, you walk in the mm-hmm. crease, mm-hmm. like those started breaking right there. Mm-hmm. And I can still wear them though. They're the, they're my like, when I'm gardening or outside and it's gross, those are the ones I wear. Well, I just got another pair of black ones, same size, same, the Birkenstock rubber ones that I can wear as my nice when I'm out and about kind Mm -hmm. of but these ones like I can wear them all day long and they and you do have to wear them in a little bit Mm. and that's the thing about Birkenstocks whenever you get Birkenstocks I don't have time for that I want it to (laughs) be it takes like one day from day one no I do not have time for this it may not even take a full day because I at first when I put them on I was like oh these don't feel like my other ones and then like I didn't even notice it by the end of the day I was like "Hmm." but when we went on our New York City trip that's what I wore All day, my feet didn't hurt at all. And I am a heavy girl. (laughs) And my feet could hurt. And they did not hurt at all. And we walked all of New York City. So I do also recommend these. I love them because just in general, even if you want to get the funky monkey ones, Birkenstocks in general, I think the way they look are beautiful. Like, they can be dressed up or dressed down. Mm -hmm. They can be super casual. They can be, like, I just love the versatility of them. And the rubber ones are so nice when you get them wet. Because they can just dry really quickly. And, you know, I love wearing them at the beach. I love wearing them, you know, wherever. Like, if it's raining outside, you know, it doesn't matter. Except when it's pouring and you slip because of your... Right, when you're literally walking through puddles Puddles. because New York City is flooding. (laughs) Yes. Okay, speaking of New York City, I just pulled up the picture of our trip down there. And... I am wearing the Funky Monkey sandals. Oh, there you oh, go. So oh, both are so. New York City You couldn't groups. remember if you were wearing them or not? Well, I just wanted to double check. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> but you'll have to tell me how long yours last because mine have been six years, possibly seven. I'll have to double check when I got them. 
So you have to tell me if these last for seven years. I don't think they'll last for seven years. But I can get four different colors for the price of one. <laughs> True. This is really timely for me because my chiropractor today suggested that I need to wear better shoes. Oh, wow. Because I've told you guys about how my big toes go numb. Mm-hmm. And apparently that's not normal. Nope. Yeah. And that like hurt really bad. So it's because my arches are collapsing and my feet are really flat. So yeah, being in your thirties. I know. I know. So I need some good supportive shoes. So I was thinking maybe the Birkenstock cork ones. Have you guys ever worn those? I used to. Loves mm-hmm. them. Okay. Because again, they form to your foot, but there is a breaking right. period, which. Yeah. The only thing about those ones is I don't like how they feel when they get wet. So that's that's why I like the rubber ones. And they're right. twice as much or maybe even three times. They're they're, they're expensive. They're like 120 bucks. Yeah. Whereas these are only 45, 40, 45 mm. for the rubber. Yeah. You should buy both on Amazon and try both out and see which ones you like. That's a good idea. Which by the way, they're only 40. I I just bought my Birkenstock ones rubber. I think it was 42. That's only two pairs of your <laughs> funky monkeys, not four. <laughs> well, speaking of shoes, I bought a pair of leather harachis. 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 Pick the best one of those, Bree, in the editing. No, they're all going in. Okay. <laughs> harachas. Yeah. Harachas. <laughs> It's a specific type of shoe. It's a Mexican style shoe and um, it's made of woven leather. Mm. And they were really popular like back in the 70s or something, I want to say. And they're kind of making a comeback. But I think they're pretty classic. Sometimes you can find them vintage. I've been looking for vintage ones for a while and finally I was like, okay, this is the year. I'm just going to buy some. So the ones I initially wanted were from a company called Nisolo, and they mm-hmm. make ethically produced shoes where, like, they're top-notch shoes. They're really beautiful, and they're really well-made. But they're really expensive, too. Like, really expensive. And I didn't want to pay $130 for these shoes when I could find some on Amazon mm-hmm. that were 30 <laughs> So I thought, I'm just going to try it and see. And actually, these ones are also handmade, but probably not ethically handmade. And they're leather, so there's also a little bit of a break-in period with these two. So initially, I bought size 7, and they were way too big, so I got a size 6, and they were a little bit tight, but the leather does stretch out. Mm -hmm. So, like, when I first put them on, they feel a little bit tight, but throughout the day, they loosen up, and they feel a lot more comfortable. I just really love the way they look. And yeah. I think it's I think, a cool, textural, nice summer shoe. A good, like, dressier summer mm-hmm, shoe. Mm-hmm. But you can wear them with jeans and, yeah, totally. you know, a t-shirt. You could do that. Mm-hmm. I, they're really cute. I've always seen the nice solo, nice solo ones and yeah. thought they were really awesome. I don't know about you girls, but I have the hardest time finding shorts. And for some yeah. reason, I just thrift and thrift and thrift and hoping I'll find them. And finally this year, I'm like, you know what? I'm actually going to buy myself a pair of shorts. How about that? <laughs> what a novelty. Woohoo! <laughs> so I went to Old Navy and they're having a sale, per usual. And I got the seven inch high rise. They're called Sky High Rise because hello two babies. I love the Sky um, High Rise. They're so comfortable and they're mm-hmm. long enough and they're comfortable. They have just the right amount of hold and stretch and I love them. And then along those lines, I really wanted to get some biker shorts too, which again, I would have like waited until I thrifted them or whatever, but I'm like, 
I'm just going to get them. They're like $9 on Old Navy. And I love them. They're like yoga pants, mm-hmm. but they're in short form, which yeah. is like so nice. So I've been wearing them all the time and I only have one pair and I'm definitely getting a second. It's funny because mm-hmm. I just bought maternity biker shorts from Old Navy and I'm loving them too. And I need to get more than one pair because... They're so comfy. I swore I would not get on this biker short trend. <laughs> Like a year too. or two ago, I was like, that looks ridiculous. Nobody's going to see crazy. me in these biker shorts. I want everyone to know, but I love wearing them you around the house. You mean we're not going to have a picture for the show notes and Instagram? No. Okay. <laughs> I swore I was not going to get biker shorts, but I am actively looking for biker shorts now. You should check out my so, link. Yeah, I guess so. But speaking of shorts, so I'll piggyback off of that because my favorite shorts are a pair from Target and they're also super high rise. Um, They're the Universal Thread brand. And I have a couple pairs and I can't find the most favorite pair from Target. I had a pair from Old Navy back in the day that I really, really loved. And I had them for like five years or something. But this pair from Target has replaced them. They have buttons that go up the front. Mm. It's just kind of different. They don't Mm -hmm. have a zipper. It's just buttons. But they're so comfy and stretchy and just the perfect thing to wear in the summer that fits just right. And I really like the Universal Thread ones. And then I just got a pair from a Madewell pair from Poshmark. Mm. And I really like these too. They're more vintage-y looking because they have pleats on the front. Which is another trend I swore I would never do. (laughs) Pleated pants. But I really like them and they're really cute. They're really high rise and pleated and I don't know. I think they're really cute. Speaking of trends though, like this whole wide leg thing or straight leg, I... Maybe I just haven't found the pair that works for me, but I've tried, and I maybe it's because I'm on the shorter so end. So I can do the straight leg if I get petite, and so it's a little bit shorter. Like, you know, the cutoffs. Mm-hmm. I can do that. I can do straight leg or boyfriend cut or something like that. Only that, like, I could not go all the way to the floor. That would look mm-hmm. ridiculous mm-hmm. if I was straight leg. But when they're just a little bit up mm-hmm. and they're a little bit more cropped, then... Yeah, you gotta have your ankles showing. Yeah. Okay. So try that. I'll try. <laughs> I don't know I how just, the, I don't know. the young people do it with their big vintage jeans and they're like all baggy. And you have to down. have a certain body type too. Yeah. Well, Emily, you mentioned the button fly on those shorts. So I mm-hmm. bought a pair of button fly from Old Navy. Ah. It looked like I had five growths on my stomach. Oh. Like they just protruded. <laughs> I'm like, this is not the short for me. I need a zipper. <laughs> That's so funny. Well, I am unlike you two girls because I do not wear shorts. I wear my biker shorts around the house and when I'm outside with Jude and no one will see me. (laughs) But what I wear mostly in the summer is dresses. I am like a total dress crazy person. And you guys know I have a dress drawer. Mm -hmm. And I counted the other day. I think I have about 15 summer dresses. It used to be more before we helped you your closet. I know. But And I just bought two more. Because I'm not like, oh, I'm going to another wedding. I need a different dress nobody's seen. Like that's, but because I'm like a different size, I had to, I don't fit into some of my maternity stuff from Jude. So I had to find new, hey, a new opportunity. (laughs) Well, basically most of my dresses are from Old Navy. You guys know that I love Mm -hmm. Old Navy. Also pink blush maternity if you're pregnant. But their dress selection is just awesome. Like, Mm. they have so many different types of dresses, and I just, they're different, and 
I really love them. So I just wanted to throw that out there. But summer dresses, maxis and middies. I don't like short. That's why I don't wear shorts. So that hmm. is my favorite thing. And just, they're wonderful. And I wear, I usually wear like a biker short underneath. underneath. Yeah. Because then I don't get like chafing. <laughs> I was thinking biker shorts would be nice to wear under dresses, too. Just because mm-hmm. it would feel more comfortable, mm-hmm. I feel like. But I really want to be a dress person. I'm going to work on that. Like, I think it just looks so cute to be, like, frolicking around in the summer yeah. in a dress. But Well, I don't like things, even when I'm not pregnant, I don't like anything around my belly. Mm. So that's why I like dresses, because it gives me the opportunity to just be free. Yeah. <laughs> I discovered the Laneige Lip Mask. I got it for my sister and myself for Christmas. <laughs> this thing is amazing because I always have like dry, chapped lips. I have a very bad habit of biting my lips. And so this thing is like so restorative. I use it as a chapstick and it's also like a mask. So I put it on at night and it's nice. just fantastic. So and if where, anybody's looking for one. Where do you buy this? Like at I Sephora? I got it Amazon. Or... Sephora, I think, okay. has mm-hmm. it. Sephora Ulta. or Ulta. Only one of them carry oh, it. Oh, okay. But it is fantastic. Cool. It is so luxurious. I bought some once from Sephora. It smelled so good. I got one that was like grapefruit. That's the one I got. Yeah, it smelled so good. It felt amazing on, so I would put it on like twice a day. And then I started getting all these blisters around my lips, and it was really weird. It was like peeling and bleeding, and I was like, what the heck? So I kept putting on more to like moisturize the blisters and make it And you realize that's what it was. And it was that. I was allergic to it. And I was so bummed because I loved it. It was so nice. Yeah. That would be me. I'm allergic to everything. (laughs) (laughs) So speaking of more beauty products... I love the Pacifica Tinted Sunscreen. It's a mineral sunscreen, and it's tinted. So you have to be a little careful. I get it in, like, the spray bottle. It has tint in it, so when you rub it on, it gives you a look of a tan, which Mm. I really like Mm because I don't tan very well (laughs) at all. So I can spray on this sunscreen and look tan at the same time. So it's, like, the best of both worlds for me. That's cool. Self-tanning for me is a real struggle, so Mm -hmm. this is a really good product. Well, I'll chat about swimwear because I prefer the more like some modest slash I really love retro design swimwear. And like I mentioned, I just don't feel comfortable in shorts a lot. So I like having like swim skirts, but I don't want them looking like your granny's swim skirt. Like I want them looking young and fresh and mm-hmm. not mm-hmm. old lady. So the best swim skirt that I've ever found still to this day, it's from a website called Jessica Ray by the lady Jessica Ray. So fun fact, Jessica Ray is the, I believe the white Power Ranger <laughs> from Pow- the original really? Power Rangers. So she used to be in like Nickel- like the Nickelodeon or, you know, the, the one in the 90s that hmm. made Power Rangers so big. She was one of, she was either the white, pink or yellow. One of the girls. <laughs> she, I believe is a Christian and then started the swimwear, like a modest swimwear clothing line. She has these long, like, high-waisted skirts that kind of, like, would you call it A-line where they go out? Yeah. A bit. And they're, like, extra long, and I just... But they don't look dumb. I've always wanted one of her swimsuits. Yeah. Because they're they're so cute. Yeah. She did, like, a TED Talk. Yes. A long time ago. That's where I first discovered her swimsuits and have been, like, watching ever since. Yeah. Sunday. And the way that I make it look not so granny... (laughs) 
is I'll do like a tankini or something. So then I have a little bit of a right. mid-drift thing yeah. showing so it doesn't look so granny-like. <laughs> but I love her swim skirts. And then the tops, I love Albion Fit. They're mm-hmm. expensive, but they're, like, worth it because they're just so well made and they mm-hmm. fit so well. So, Albion Fit and then also Courtney Jean is another one that's, like, really great with retro modest looking swimwear. And they also have kids stuff. Mm. And I just bought, I'm, like, so excited. I just bought Jude Splashers, the inflatable, oh, yeah. like, chest like with the arms. Yeah, with the arms so they can, like, he can swim. And I got this neutral. <laughs> it's, like, white or ivory with taupe dashes. Oh, and I'm so cute. excited about it. <laughs> and it really, like, honestly, when I was comparing prices to Amazon, it was only, like, $15. I got some percentage off because I signed up for their email and all that kind of <laughs> stuff. But it was only $15 more than the best rated one on Amazon. So I feel like that's not that much more. And, you know, Next Baby will use it. Right. So I'll get my money's worth. And I'm supporting this small business. And it's neutral and cute and trendy. (laughs) (laughs) So Courtney Jean, look up for swimmer and also for your kids. Because they have, like, little shorts for boys and Mm. little bathing suits that are so cute can you get matching (laughs) Mm -hmm. ones oh isn't that awesome yeah i'll have to look into that (laughs) my favorite swimsuits that i found so far are from aerie and i've been like slowly upgrading my swimwear my goal is to get to the point where i will buy a ray swimwear um swimsuit or albion fit because theirs are so gorgeous and Mm -hmm. they just look amazing and i've heard they last for a really long Mm -hmm. time Mm -hmm. i'm sure it's totally worth it but so far i've upgraded to airy from target that's like at least somewhat of a step up i think but i really like the fit of their swimsuit tops because they make bras yeah so the swimsuit tops have like the same fit as a bra Mm. and you can buy them in bra sizes so i already know what bra size i'm in in airy sizes, so I know what swimsuit top is going to work for me. That's cool. So I really like that about it. And then they have, like, high-waisted bottoms, too. Mm -hmm. So I have a pair that's, like, really, really high-waisted, and it has this really cute, like, scallop detail. And then I um, have, like, a tank tankini kind of top, too, that goes with it. So... I really like their stuff, and I have a hard time finding swimsuits that fit well in the chest. Mm -hmm. So that's why I kind of, like theirs because Mm -hmm. of the whole bra sizing thing they're great i've gotten a couple things from them not swimsuits but everything i've gotten from them it's good quality it fits me really well and they have i think plus sizes too i think they have a wide range Mm -hmm. yeah one of my favorites is my phone case it's called a wally case and i discovered it through instagram and what i love about it is it can hold two cards so i have my license and a credit card in the back of it And it has a loop on the back. You guys have all seen the loopy and stuff. But this one's a little bit more structured, but it still lays flat. And then you can use it and pop it in one of the little holes in the back. And then you can also use it as a phone stand. I love this thing. Because now with having two kids, carrying a diaper bag and a purse, just not happening anymore. So just the fact where I can just grab my phone and have, like, everything I need right there in Mm -hmm. my back pocket. That is nice. nice. Mm -hmm. And I love that I actually have something because, again, we've established I drop things now. (laughs) So it's really nice having a loop I can put my finger through and just carry it around like that. And it's so handy. So it's so funny because I got one of those loop things on my phone and I don't ever use it. I still forget about it. 
Like, I never put my finger in it. I'm always like, oh, yeah. See, it's upside down. I'm always like, oh, yeah, I have a loop. I should use that. <laughs> What's my <funny>. problem? <laughs> so another summer favorite, which is really kind of an all-year favorite for me, are workout bras from Girlfriend Collective. So Girlfriend Collective is another ethically made company. They make these out of recycled plastic. So like a certain number of plastic water bottles went into the making of each one. And they're so soft and supportive and comfortable. The ones that I got are good for yoga. So probably not like, I probably wouldn't wear them for running because they're not like that supportive, but they're really comfy. And I got some that come up pretty high and um, I have one that's kind of like a tanky knee. So it kind of comes down lower too which is really nice because I started doing warm yoga. And so I can just wear it as a shirt mm-hmm. and not have to have more layers on. And I really like it. And I've even worn it outside doing yard work because of how hot it was Yeah, not too long ago. <laughs> so yeah, I, I really like them. There's, they just feel so high quality and nice. And I actually got them off of Poshmark and they were brand new. So I got them a little bit cheaper than buying them from the website, but... That's great. Yeah. I love baseball caps in the summertime. (laughs) I don't, for some reason, I don't, I know people probably wear them in winter, but I feel like they're a summer Summer. hat, Mm -hmm. you know, because you're wearing more like beanies and like winter hats. (laughs) So baseball cap, so specifically Gigi Pip. Have you heard of this company? Mm -hmm. No? No? Oh, you yeah. have. Yeah, because of the wider brim. Yeah, so they actually... Really popular. It's funny because they have... That's what was they were popular from, is mm-hmm. the wide brim hats. But their baseball caps are amazing, <laughs> which is so great. So, do you know Ruli? The yeah. company Ruli. So, the sister of the woman who owns Ruli, she started a hat company huh. called Gigi Pip. And she mainly does, like, the sun hats or the wide brim, like... Mm-hmm. Not cowboy hats, but what are they no. called? No. They're like... Hipster hats. I yeah. don't know. Gardening hats? <laughs> no. no, like the no, ones... No, it's not straw. It's I, I have a gray wool. one. It's like a felt wool, wide brim with a little bit of an indent in the top. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I'm not a hat person, Yeah. So. Your sister would know, probably. Probably. I bought one of those once, but it was, like, one of those things that, like, if you buy a little bit more, you get, like, some free thing or, like, (laughs) free shipping. So, I was, like, okay. I was looking for something cheap, and I was, like, you know, I love baseball caps, but I haven't found one that just, like, fits me good and, like, you can tell it's good Mm -hmm. quality. And I used to sell baseball hats, which you guys, I mean, you don't wear hats, Brie, but, Emily, you have one -hmm. one of mine. And I think those are good quality. But this one is like 10 times better. And I can say that because I don't sell them anymore. I bought it. And I just love it. It's like a tan, olivey, greenish, more tan color. And it's just so comfy and looks so good on me. And so... Is it like canvas material? or? Yeah, probably. Okay. Probably canvas. Hmm. Okay. I did not know they made baseball caps. Yeah. And it's like that worn-in look. Like distressed kind of. Mm-hmm. And I just... You know, when I'm going out, like, a lot of times on Saturdays when we're going to Lowe's to pick up more landscaping stuff or whatever, (laughs) throw a hat on, throw on my sunglasses, don't have any makeup, don't do my hair. Like, I just, I really love it. And when Ryan used to have a Jeep, I would have a baseball cap on all the time because my hair would just go, woo, when we'd have the top (laughs) down. 
So we don't have a Jeep anymore, but I still love wearing baseball caps. So just wanted to share yeah. about them. Our next category for summer favorites is food. Food in the summertime is amazing. All the fresh things. I especially love all the fresh fruit, like the watermelon, all the stuff that comes into season. One of the things I love about the summer is also grilling. So grilling yes. all the meats and corn on the cob from the local mm-hmm. farms is like so amazing. And at our wedding, I actually had some a friend of mine give me these tongs. And they're like my favorite tool ever. Well, last week I was using them and the spring just went boing and there was like no way of getting it back. And I'm like, no, these are my favorite grilling tongs. So I went on Amazon and the brand is Tavolo and they're just phenomenal. They have a very high heat tolerant rubber at the end and they're just, Mm. the way they're designed, they just work really well. You know, you have some tongs that are just immediately like opened and you can never get them back where they have the pole in the bottom that like never works. These just work so, so well. So I highly, highly recommend them. I will piggyback on the grilled stuff because we use the grill so much for, like, all the time. I don't have to cook things. I don't have to heat up the oven. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, Ryan can do it. So we do a lot of grilled pizza, which is delicious. Mm -hmm. You can get those non-bread things from Aldi. They grill so nicely. Oh, really? Yeah. They grill very nicely. They're a little bit more structured. They're a little bit heavier. Yeah. So... That's a great tip, but also Speedies. I, my family, I like grew up. I don't know if everyone knows what Speedies are. Mm-hmm. No. You, because you are from here, but mm-hmm. you're not from here. So, yeah. <laughs> so Speedies is, I think actually was created in like the Binghamton area. They're, at least Binghamton, Binghamton, New York says that they were the founders of the <laughs> Speedies. It's just chicken where you cut it up into little cubes you marinate it in speedy sauce or you could just do Italian dressing, which is what my family always did growing up. Or you can get the New York State Fair speedy sauce, which is kind of like... <laughs> That's the gold standard. Yeah, this gold standard. So you marinate it, then you put the cubes on little skewers and you can also do like peppers and mushrooms and red onion and you just grill it all together and you can make like a little, you can put it in like a little hoagie roll or like a oh. sub roll or a hot dog mm-hmm. roll. And you just eat it like a like a sandwich and you can put peppers and onions, kind of like sausage peppers and onions if you mm-hmm. want to do it that way. But I love, my whole family, we love Speedies. We just eat them a lot over the summertime. And they're easy. I mean, they take a little bit of prep work to cut up the meat and stuff, but... Or, and do the marinating. Yeah, well, the marinating, you just put it in a plastic bag. People don't like plastic bags. Just close your ears. But you put it in, like, a Ziploc bag with marinade and put it yeah. in the fridge. And you really only need to marinate for, like, a half an hour, but oh. it's better if you do it longer, like, all day. Do if it you the remember. night before. Night before. And you can do it too long, though, and then it gets, like, kind of disintegrate. Like, it's, <laughs> it's a weird consistency. So I like to do it in the morning for that evening. Mm. Okay, I'm going to have to try that then. Yeah, try some speedies. Tell me what you think. Between the three of us, who in your families does the grilling? I do. Yeah, I do too. What? It's totally a guy (laughs) thing. You see all those aprons with the... Yeah. I mean, Brian will grill, but I also grill. I've never grilled a day in my life. (laughs) I am the griller. My dad always did it growing up, and and Ryan always does it. Hmm. It's, it's, it's just how... It took me a bit to get into it because I was intimidated by lighting it and was sure it was going to, like, explode or something, but <laughs> but now I've got it, so... 
My first time grilling chicken, I was 14, and that was the driest piece of meat oh. ever. It was so dry. And I asked my family, I'm sorry, the meat is dry. And I'm like, it's okay, sweetie. It's like who, dumping sauce who, on it. Who did it? Was it your dad or your mom? My dad. Okay. Mm-hmm. So my why did you family, take over? My husband's family didn't have a grill growing up. So no. no. And they didn't get one until later, and then nobody had an interest in doing it. Besides the older brother of Kurt. Yeah. I feel like it's one of those stereotypical things that the guy does it. Mm -hmm. But it doesn't... Who cares? Like, my mom mows the lawn. I think (laughs) a guy typically mows the lawn in your stereotype, but... I love mowing the lawn. (laughs) See, I I have Ryan. (laughs) See, I got... A chainsaw, I got a weed whacker, I got a blower, I love mowing You're just like my mom. You're just like my mom, because my mom did all of it, besides grilling. But I'm just like, no, Ryan, Ryan could do it, Ryan could do it. I like having the know how to do it, and usually when I'm making a meal, I need to make sure everything's timed out, instead of the oven is just the grill. Mm -hmm. Right. For me, it's like easier for me to do it, because then I know how long it's taking. Yeah. That makes sense. One thing that I like doing on the grill is making a tinfoil packet and putting your chicken, vegetables, all the stuff in the packet and putting some seasoning or I bet you could use Italian dressing. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. I've done that before. And then mm-hmm. you fold it up and cook it. Yeah. I love together. doing potatoes like yeah, that. Yeah. It's really good. Yum. Well, I love fruit pies in the summertime. So um, I think we'll, some of us will talk about how we go berry picking, but... Getting, like, fresh blueberries and making a fresh blueberry pie in the summer, like... That sounds so good. If you go berry picking this year, please let me know, because I would love to come. Okay. (laughs) We'll do. But my mom, she also grows rhubarb, and she makes the best rhubarb pie. Mm, My mom does, too. so good. I love rhubarb, blueberry. My dad is obsessed with peach cobbler, so we do that a lot in the summertime. It's just all those fruit pies. They're so good. Have you guys ever grilled peaches? Yes. Are they as good as they sound? Well, I actually, I should rephrase that. I did mine in a pan. Okay. It's so incredible. You put a little bit of sugar on it and you flip it upside down and you do it for like 10 minutes and it gets like soft and caramelized and like has a little bit of a sugar coating on it that you crack. Yeah. It is phenomenal. And you put a little whipped cream in there. Yeah. Sounds so good. So I've never tried it. I want to I want to try that, that on a girl. Too. That would be cool. I'm going to have to put that on my bucket list. Yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> that and speedies. Yes. <laughs> well, speaking of food, I have a few places I want to try this year. So a couple local places that I have not been to but have been recommended to me. And one of them I heard from a local coffee company called Wakeman Coffee in Sydney. You guys, this is the best coffee I have ever had. I'm not even kidding. They get their beans, they roast them right in store. It's the best. I highly, highly recommend if you guys are in the area to go to Wakeman Coffee. And if you like coffee. And if you like coffee. (laughs) But they also have other things besides coffee. (laughs) (laughs) Another place I want to try is called Ty's Taqueria, and it's a food truck, so you kind of have to check their schedule because they drive all the way around, but that's on my bucket list. Where are they? They have two. They have one that's based like around Syracuse, and then they have one that's based in Unadilla. Oh, okay. Mm, okay. So I'm very excited because I've heard phenomenal things about mm-hmm. this taco truck, but you kind of have to like figure out where it's going to be. And I checked the schedule for the month of May. I'm like, oh, they were just by my house like yesterday, oh. and they're not going to be back for weeks. <laughs> but I'm excited <laughs> to try there. So one of my favorite things to do in the summer, because I want to spend as little time cooking as possible, which is basically true year-round, but especially in the summer, 
is using foods that are partially made or already made in some way. So I just started buying this chicken from Aldi that's already cooked and cut into pieces. It comes in this bag, and it's so nice. It tastes so good, and it's cooked like and to Bri perfection. And I, are like, uh. I know, but it's it tastes really good, and I'm definitely gonna try using it for speedies now that I know no, what those are. No, 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 no your no, first no, no. speedy you need to make the real way, and yes. then you can try it the this way. Emily, what you okay. need to do is but get Brian so grilling, and then you're not having to spend all True. the time cooking. He's yeah. doing it, some of it. That's what I need to do. That's what you need to he do. He loves fire, so yeah. I just need to pitch it to him. For and that then the angle. boys will grow up and want to learn to yeah. be like dad, you know, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> well, I love homemade juice popsicles. Like, you know, where you yes. could buy those mm-hmm. things and you just put growing up orange juice popsicles. Yep. They're like my yep. favorite. And I didn't even have the fancy things. Like, I would just do a cup. And my friend and I would put a spoon in it, and we'd put it in the freezer, and then, you know, an hour later we'd get it, and we'd pop it out, and <laughs> just have this, like, cup-shaped popsicle. <laughs> but I love it, and Jude's, like, been really obsessed. He calls them obstacles, and it's really cute. So he's like, obstacle, mommy, obstacle. <laughs> <laughs> like okay my boys love popsicles too yeah. and i've been wanting to find a popsicle mold to make them in walmart has some they just, do yeah okay on one of the end caps i'm gonna have to find them because for some reason i could not find a popsicle mold to save my life well, i'm sure amazon, amazon. <laughs> well i don't know why i didn't want one from amazon i wanted like a specific one Silicone. Yeah, these were silicone at Walmart. Really? Yeah. I'm hmm. sure Amazon has silicone. You would think so. Ones. For some reason, I didn't like the ones that were on Amazon and I didn't hmm. buy them. But <laughs> yeah. Okay. Popsicles. For I've sure. also just been buying, because you're saying you don't want to prep things. I've been mm-hmm. buying the, like, it's all natural juice popsicles. What is the brand? I'm blanking. Outshine? Yes. Yes. I buy those. Yeah, too. because I, ha- I gave them to you guys <laughs> that one time. So I have been buying those lately. Have you guys ever tried Hint Water? No. no, I've seen it. Okay, so it's basically seltzer without the fizz. It's like a flavored water. But oh my word, it is delish. It is so good. I don't know if I'd like it. I should try it. I, I don't know if I'd it. like it. But I it's like a little expensive, so it's like my treat water. <laughs> yeah. That makes sense. But they have watermelon, they have raspberry, they have lemon, they have blackberry. It's so delicious. <laughs> So it's like my hmm. treat. Instead of having like a soda or a coffee, sometimes you need to drink more water and it feels like yes. a treat. Yeah. And I love just like when you can go out into the yard and get some mint and put mm. a little mint in your water or like some like lemons and mint in your mm-hmm. water. I love that. Yeah. I really love sparkling water. I didn't put that actually on my list, but we drink so much sparkling water. Do you mean seltzer or... Um, what is the difference? I'm I always confused. I don't know. Is seltzer... I think it's the same thing. Carbonated water. Yeah. It's yeah. just carbonated water. But I've always called it sparkling water. I think I there's a difference. I'm going to look this up while okay. you guys continue. <laughs> I think we're on to the next one now, right? Yes. Our final category is bucket list activities. So hopefully this will give you guys some ideas to do during the summer. These are some things that we're wanting to do or haven't done, want to try. And we're excited to share them with you. So before we begin, I would like everyone to know the main difference between seltzer and sparkling water, according to Google, is that it comes down to where the carbonation comes from. If the carbonation is artificial, it's probably seltzer or club soda and regulated like soda. If the bubbles are naturally occurring straight from the source, it's sparkling water. So it's almost like sparkling water is better for you then because it's natural. (laughs) 
It's not artificially bubbled. There you learned it, everyone. <laughs> but now on to our bucket list. <laughs> so my first thing on the bucket list is not a surprise to anyone, but it's finishing the playset. It's mm-hmm. all put together. It's all assembled. Brian replaced a bunch of wood pieces, leveled it all out. It looks really good. But it's not quite finished yet. He did a lot of sanding on it. And um, his sanding was a lot more thorough than my sanding. Like where he sanded the wood, it's a beautiful color. And it just feels silky smooth. We have more work to do to get the whole playhouse playset thing looking like that. And then I need to seal it Mm -hmm. in some way. I don't think I'm going to stain it if we can get it all sanded and looking as nice as the sections that he's already done. So it'll be clear, a clear sealant on it. So I want to do that. And then I want to spray paint like all the little accessories, like the handles Mm -hmm. and things that are all like rusty. I want to paint all of those. And then we got some Plasti Dip for like the ends of the rope that have like rubberized coating. So I want to re-Plasti Dip some things and get it all looking nice. And then if I'm really ambitious, I'll make it cute. And give it like a little woodsy cottage theme and decorate it and stuff. And <laughs> so we'll see. We'll see how that goes. Nice. <laughs> well, I kind of like took this to mean like just not anything in particular, but just like things I like to do in the summer. Yeah. But as far as just like my to-do list over the summer is definitely finish the outside, the hang up the lights, mm-hmm. finish the mulch. We hope to get like a lounge kind of set. Get a couple more chairs for the dining. Just make it all look great and all that kind of stuff. But as far as, like, other things than working on the house, (laughs) we have about three or four. We have a lot of summer concerts lined up for this summer, which is really exciting because we haven't been able to go to, like, live concerts. And you, everyone knows, for, like, two years. So, Mm -hmm. and that's something that Ryan and I really love to do. So... This summer, it's really cool, too, is we're going to three bands that we liked when we first met. So that's kind of really, like, nostalgic, too, because they're, like, one is a fair, they're doing a farewell tour because they're, like, done. And so it's kind of, like, that was the band that kind of brought Ryan and I together. And so that's, it's me without you, if anyone knows it. It's a Christian, like, kind of hardcore grunge (laughs) band, but um, they... They were the ones that, like, kind of, we were like, you like me without you, too? Like, wow. (laughs) (laughs) So that's really exciting. We're going to see Iron and Wine, if you guys know them. But that's another, like, Where are they? In Syracuse. Yeah. So we're going to Iron Wine and then another uh, singer by the name of Andrew Bird, who is very, like, he's like a one-man band, and he does a lot of looping, which is what made Ryan get into doing his solo project of looping and all that kind of stuff. So it's just really exciting to do that. I feel like there's... Oh, Wilco. We're going to Wilco at Oma Gang, which I love going to Oma Gang for summer concerts because they have this, like, outdoor, like... It's like this huge field that kind of goes... Like an amphitheater? Yeah, kind of. Like, it's already, like, a built-in type of amphitheater because it's just a natural hill that goes up and then they put the stage at the bottom. It's outside of the brewery. It's just this, like, huge lawn kind Hmm. of thing. Hill. (laughs) And we've seen a ton of bands there. And Ryan's favorite band, as of right now, is Wilco. And he was so beside himself when he saw that they were coming. He was like, oh, my gosh. He texted me. He's like, we have 
to go. I'm like, okay, okay. He's like, I think I might even go. They're going to Syracuse too. He's like, I think I might even go to the Syracuse one. I'm like, okay, I'm not going to both, but you can. <laughs> you can. So summer concerts, we're just like really excited about. Well, piggybacking off of that, my husband and I are going to go see Ben Rector for our anniversary in Philadelphia. So I am so stinking excited yeah. to go see him. Is it outdoor or indoor? No, it's indoor. That's mm-hmm. cool. It's a smaller venue too. And I signed up for like the pre-sale and I got notified <laughs> and I got really good tickets too. Mm, and I'm awesome. just so excited. And I keep seeing little teasers of his concerts on Instagram, like getting so hyped. I'm like so excited. So it's probably like a sit down. Like you have assigned seating. Mm-hmm. Half of these concerts we're going to are general admission. So you like, the sooner you get there, the closer you can get up. And it's just funny, like, as I've gotten older, I'm just like, I am not about general admission. I want assigned seating, like, all the way. I'm just, like, too old for, like, concert back when you're just standing the whole time. And you, I don't know if you guys ever went to, like, music festivals and you're just like, no, my back hurts. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so old. (laughs) <laughs> that's really exciting I'm so excited and we're gonna like enjoy Philadelphia and yeah whenever we've done like vacations we try to do it very affordably and stuff and this is our 10 year anniversary mm. and originally we wanted to go to Hawaii and that's just not happening so we're going to Philadelphia <laughs> yeah you should but... go to Tony's to get Philly cheesesteaks because they're like mm. was on the food network and we went there when we went to Philly, and they're really good cheese, Philly cheesesteaks. <laughs> that is one of the things we want to do. We want this to be more of like a foodie trip. So I've yeah. already been researching. We found this amazing Asian place to go to, so I'm so excited. We want to find like this really good Mexican place. Of course, do some of the historic things, but I'm really excited to like have a really cool, really cool trip. Awesome. Mm-hmm. That's one of my favorite things about planning trips is like finding the cool food. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For this year... We're going to take an anniversary trip, too. This will be our 12th anniversary, I believe. Yes. 12th Probably. anniversary. Yes, because it's 12, I'm... 11, and 10. Okay. Right. Okay. <laughs> uh, so, we're going to go somewhere. I'm not 100% sure where we're going yet. We've been talking about it. But my one stipulation is that I want there to be a beach. Oh, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Last year, we went to Portland, Maine, and I loved it so much. I really wouldn't mind if we went there again, because mm-hmm. it was so fun. I have a suggestion. Where? You should go to Newport, Rhode Island. That's was one of the things on the list that Brian it's brought up. Awesome. It's mm. so cool. I would Ryan and I are gonna go there again someday. I we okay. typically try to not go to the same place. We like to explore different yeah. places, but Newport is amazing. Okay. They have this cliff walk where you can ride bikes along this ten mile loop just along the ocean. Oh, cool. And then there's like these rocks you can walk. It's just really it's mm. really cool. And I think one of Taylor Swift's houses is in that area, oh. too, so like, maybe we'll see Taylor they Swift. Have, it, in Newport, they have all these big mansions that you can walk in that are all, like, the marble, ha- like, I went into this marble one that's all made of marble. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's really cool. That sounds really You can fun. do a tour of all of them or go into just one. We just went into the marble one, but. That sounds really fun. Yeah. Maybe I think it's really one. cool to explore areas that are like four or five hours away yes. from you where you don't have to fly, mm-hmm. but there's still, at least where we live, we live in a very versatile area. Yeah. So you can have the ocean, you can have Niagara Falls, you can have Maine, you know, and everything's like five-ish yeah. mm-hmm. hours away. Yeah. It's so cool. You can go to Amish country and Pennsylvania. If you're really into hiking, mm-hmm. you can go hiking, go spend time in a cabin in the woods. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or go to the city. Yeah. <laughs> yep. People ask... <laughs> Why do you live in New York? I'm like, 
Because I'm central to everything. Yeah. yeah. You live in a field. <laughs> well, we're going on a beach vacation. That's one thing we're doing. And it is around our anniversary, but we're taking Jude. <laughs> but he's never actually been to an official beach. He's been to, like, lake beaches, mm. but never been to, like, an ocean beach. Aww. And I, like I said, we have this thing about going to different every state. Like, mm-hmm. I've, I've been to, I only have 11 states left in the United States. And it's kind of this goal before I turned 40. <laughs> One state that I've only driven through and never stayed in is Delaware. So we're going to Delaware mm-hmm. to this, it's called Rehoboth Beach. And I've heard really good things about it. I think it's going to be a blast. And Jude's going to experience the ocean. Yay. So we're really excited so for that. Blueberry picking mm-hmm. in the summertime. Let's all do it together. Yes. Should. Is so, there a strawberry patch? Because I really want to go to a yes. strawberry patch. I'm sure. It's where the apple picking patches in Cooperstown. I've I've been there once. There's probably several of them. Yeah. I've only really gone blueberry picking though, because my brother-in-law's family owns the one in Cooperstown. Oh. And it's just beautiful. It's it's called Blueberry Hill. It's like mm. this beautiful hill, and it's just so pretty up there so we should all go together yeah that would be fun and jude just like last year because <laughs> you're not supposed to eat like but it was hard to get him to yeah. stop because he was just like in heaven he loves blueberries i mean we're oh like dude come on you're gonna get sick <laughs> that was when, when we went strawberry picking a couple summers ago we took a family trip and it was supposed to be our 10-year anniversary trip but covid happened so mm-hmm. it was not that far um but there was a big orchard and they had strawberry picking and bennett was just like <laughs> shoveling them in We're like we have to pay for these first before you eat them all but it was so fun it was so good too like there's nothing like the taste of a strawberry still when warm. it's warm mm-hmm. in the sun it's so good mm-hmm. <laughs> what we usually do for blueberry picking is pick blueberries from my in-laws farm because they have wild blueberries we know now, like, where the blueberry bushes are, and they'll kind of mow up to them, so it's not that much of a hike. So we'll usually go forage for blueberries there. But the blueberries are a lot smaller because they're yeah. wild, and it's harder to find them, but it well, is and, fun. And this one, they're huge, like, almost sizes yeah, of, know. like, quarters, and they're organic. They wow. they spray it all organically, like, it's, it's good for mm. you, so... Yeah. We should do it. If you want the foraging blueberry experience, come up to the farm. (laughs) Yes. And they're free. (laughs) One thing I want to do this year is go kayaking on a local lake by Cooperstown. It's called Goodyear Lake. And go on a pontoon boat on Otsego Lake, which is also next to Cooperstown. So we have some friends that have kayaks. I'm like, let's get babysitters and let's go out for a few hours. Let's go kayaking on the lake. I think that would be so much fun. This summer, I want to do more, like, things mm-hmm. like a lot of times you know just hang out in the around the house and you know do that kind of stuff mm-hmm. i want to go out and do things yeah especially the ages that my kids are now i'm not pregnant i'm not breastfeeding i don't have you know it's one of them is potty trained it's just <laughs> a lot easier now with two kids mm-hmm. and so i'm really excited for both the boys to just like really enjoy this summer i think yeah, it's yeah. Gonna be very i know it's crazy how because ryan and i every summer we would bike ride out to the kayak rental place in portland bell and we haven't done that since we've had jude mm-hmm. you know so i really feel you on that, that it would be fun to like do more things mm-hmm. so speaking of lakes one thing we did i don't know if we did it last summer but i think the summer before we went swimming at gilbert lake and it was really nice because there's a lot of sand so it's very yeah. beachy and it was fun 
and I think it was free. Um, I think it charges pay per to car. get into the park. Yeah. It's like seven dollars okay. for the car. We've swam, swam, swum, swimmed. Anyway, we did there at Gilbert Lake, <laughs> and also um, in Glimmerglass. Glimmerglass. Yeah. I think Glimmerglass is kind of nicer. It is, it's but a it's nicer. a little bit more of a trek. Right. Yep. But they're both great. Mm-hmm. One thing I love doing, we haven't done it yet. Like a lot of these things we haven't, we used to do all the time. We haven't done it partly because of the pandemic and things weren't happening. But um, going to the drive-in the in Unadilla. I thought that went out. No, it's still there. Oh. It's still going. And when Ryan had his Jeep, we would like set like even like an air mattress in the back oh, and we put the fun. back and we'd lay in the Jeep and look, it was that's so cool. cool. But I'd love to do, now we can use Ryan's truck bed and we yeah. can do it with Jude sometime. It, it would be a lot of fun. Yeah. I've never gone to that. One thing I want to do this year is a hike, like a more official hike. I'm not talking like 10 miles, but you know, like a yeah. few miles or something. I know there's a ton of hikes around mm-hmm. here, but I'm just not familiar with that. Let's Same. go to Roman's Nose and Kovalskill. I've never been. And it's a it's a good beginner hike, but it's more than just like, like you're climbing something. Are you going to be able to do that eight months pregnant? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm like saying I'm going to do all this stuff and I'm like, oh yeah, I'm pregnant. Um, we could do this though. It's not, I don't think it's that intense. That would be so much fun. I would yeah, love to do would that. would be fun. Another thing on my list is going to picnic. So we should bring mm-hmm. a picnic. Oh, yeah. And do that hike. With our maxi gather mask. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Another thing I want to do is the local baseball games. We have a, a local team here in Oneonta. And usually around the 4th of July, they have a game and then they have fireworks mm-hmm. afterwards. So it's funny because my son just asked me yesterday, he's like, do you remember the fireworks? I'm like, yes, you remember that? Because he was like wow. two and a half. Wow. But apparently it was very special for him. Yeah. We did not go close though. We went like up on Way the hill far. and like looked over them like a couple miles away because yeah. we didn't want to traumatize him. Yeah. The first time of fireworks being like right over his right. head. Uh-huh. So I think we'll get a little bit closer this year, but I'm really yeah. looking forward to that. Yeah, me too. <laughs> One of the most exciting things I think all of us are, we love doing our garage sales. <gasps> yes. Yeah. I can't wait. There's a town-wide one this weekend. <laughs> no, and I'm <gasps> missing it. Otigo. Otigo? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so this is why you can't make too many plans on your weekends, too. Because you're going to miss all the sales. I know. Yeah. <laughs> One of our favorite things to do, besides the blueberry picking up at my in-law's farm, is doing bonfires every evening. Brian loves burning things. He's, like, always been (laughs) This is why he needs to grill. Exactly. (laughs) So, we love having bonfires up there and doing s'mores and everything. It's pretty low-key and, like, maybe sometime we'll try more fancy s'more combinations just because I think it would be like fun. Oreos like, and what are uh-huh. Reese's Cups? Reese's, Reese's uh-huh. Cup. I was yeah. going to say that. Yeah. And with really peanut butter is really, really good. Yeah. I really want to do that. <laughs> Bennett just loves eating all the chocolate. That's me. I'm with Bennett, man. Yeah. I don't care for s'mores. I just want the chocolate. I just like the marshmallows. Mm. But I'm really bad at burning them, about burning them, so. Oh, I like them. It's not great. Oh, see, yeah. no, I'm one of those people that is there forever. Toasted. I want to unfire and then wave it out. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but then it's like the inside's not smushy enough. No, if you do it right, you get a smushy inside with a burnt outside, and it's delicious. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> we'll have to have a poll in our Instagram stories. Do you like burnt marshmallows, or do you like softly toasted golden marshmallows? <laughs> or yeah. softly toasted and then burnt at the end. Mm. You could do that. Yeah. 
<laughs> but I'm with you. Bonfires are a big thing and also barbecue potlucks. I love trying. We haven't done it since pandemic, but every year Memorial Day, we would try to do a big party. I think two mm. you both came to my last one I had with your families. No. Yeah, I don't know if you were there. Oh, I don't think, I don't think I was so. There. Hmm. That was probably me. Yeah, maybe. But we do. We like to try to do a Memorial Day one, and then I want to do a July Fourth one this year with maybe my family, and then a Labor Day one, and kind of like start the season, end the season, mm. and just having a bunch of friends over, like barbecue potluck, and then also a bonfire. Just mm. yeah, love it. One of my favorite memories from growing up was one time when we woke up at like three in the morning and we met up with the with friends of ours and we went out to a park and looked up at the sky to see the I gotta make sure I pronounce it right. It's the Perseid Perseid meteor shower. It happens in August and it's I think the biggest one that happens every year. This year, unfortunately, there's going to be a full moon, so it's probably not going to be oh, as bright. Yeah, but hopefully we'll still see some. We did try it last year. We tried, but we had a bonfire going, and it was a little bit too bright, oh. so we couldn't see very well. You really have to watch out for other lights. So going up to my in-laws' farm is perfect because it's on a mountain in the middle of nowhere, and there's mm-hmm. no other lights around except for we had the bonfire going. So next time, we'll try it. No bonfire. And then you can really see the sky and see the shooting stars, and mm. it's really cool. Sounds like a perfect summer night. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think the peak this year is August 11th. Well, my husband's excited to take Jude camping in our backyard Yeah, <laughs> to ease him into it. I don't want to do it. <laughs> that does not so. That's not on the I am, bucket list. I'm I am not. Oh. Yeah, I'm not a camper. I'm a glamper. I'm just not. I'm not into camping. But Ryan really wants to take him out, and it's, it's cute. We'll yeah. see how that works though <laughs> the boys have already been hatching a plan for camping in the playset oh because it has a canopy on the top okay so they think we're gonna camp on the top mm. of the playset have fun with that yeah <laughs> this came about because i said i had suggested camping in the backyard but i said we don't really have room for our tent anymore mm. and so then edison suggested that we just put our sleeping bags in the top of the playset and camp in there but then, all four of you yeah and then he had the idea that we could use the loft area of our garage because our garage was once a barn, so it has a little bit of a loft area. That's so kind of a cool idea. It could work. Yeah, it could. But Ground recluse. We'll see. I know. I don't like the spider. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking of. Like it has to be thoroughly cleaned first. Uh, I wouldn't be able to sleep yeah. up there. Yeah. The smell of a tent, a damp tent, is like permeated in my brain. <laughs> like I can still smell it. (laughs) We might do some camping this year with my in-laws in their camper and that's fun. It's a a nice camper's nice Mm -hmm. yeah. It's still a little bit roughing it but we're going on like a church retreat camp thing I think for a couple times this year. There's like a pastor's one and then a family one and I think it's in cabins which still not ideal but But better than tents. Yeah. (laughs) Well, we hope that gives you guys some great ideas and some things to look forward to during the summer. We're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to have the final update on our domestic dare. So we're back, and I'm so excited to tell everyone that my pantry 
it's beautiful <laughs> and so functional like mm, so functional good. good so these girls came and helped me like you do <laughs> and we did not get everything done <laughs> We had such high hopes yeah. initially. We're like, Emily, oh, we're going to do this yeah. pantry. We're going to do all the kitchen cabinets. We're going to do all the drawers. And then we're going to do the extra <laughs> closet that's off to the side there on the landing. Yeah. Emily I, was the realist in this situation. I'm like, oh, three hours and we'll be done. Uh-huh. By hour, what, five? We're like, oh, we're not even well, done. Well, even <laughs> Emily thought we were going to be somewhat I thought it done. was going to be closer. And I was like, girls... You don't know <laughs> what I have. <laughs> and three hours in, I'm sitting on my floor and I'm like, mm-hmm. can we just be done? <laughs> but you push through. Yeah. You We're know. doing, you guys help me with my spice jars. And I'm just like, I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> but it's done. You don't have to think about it. Oh my goodness. So I have to say thank you girls because it's been so much more of a joy to cook and bake. Good. Like my spice drawer is just... <laughs> Heaven in a drawer. Like, mm-hmm. opening up it, like, I hear the angels going, oh, as I'm opening it. It's so pretty and so functional, and I can actually find things right away. And yeah. I like how we did it color-coordinated, because I can be like, oh, yeah, cinnamon's kind of brownish-red. Mm-hmm. I will go up to the brown-reds, because <laughs> it's not alphabetical, which I guess people could do, too, but I like the look. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, that and just, like, everything, just having... All of the snack, like it's just so orderly and so much more helpful. So I asked Ryan mm-hmm. what he thought, <laughs> and he's like, "Well, it's pretty." I'm like, "Okay, but like functionally, isn't it like way better?" He's like, "Well, now I have to relearn where everything is." Yeah. I'm like, "Yeah, but at the same time, like things were always hidden because it was like." Yeah, you knew that they would be in that one cabinet, but it was like, where is it? Because you don't know. You can't see it. Mm -hmm. And he's like, yeah, I'm sure that once I, like, get the hang... It's only been a week, so... Yeah. And he doesn't love change, so once he gets the hang of it, I think he's really... That's the husband thing. Yeah. Yeah. I think he will really appreciate it and get it, and, you know, his snacks are in one area, and I think, really, I'm like, when you're packing your lunch, because I don't pack his lunch right now... I will get back into packing his lunch. But when he packs his lunch, I'm like, it's easier for you. You have all your stuff right there. Right. He's like, yeah, I guess. <laughs> he will He will learn to appreciate it. But I just want to say thank you, girls. It looks great. It's just, like, so pretty to see everything. A lot of things decanted. I want to decant more. Things are expensive. I'll get there. <laughs> Sometimes you can't do it all at once because it yeah. is expensive. But yeah. just doing little bits at a time. Like, part of our domestic dare from Emily was also doing the pantry. I, too, did the spices, and I did underneath my kitchen sink. I was able to find a solution for the storage under there, so I'm very, very happy. So thank you for doing this dare, Emily. Yeah! Because <laughs> <laughs> it is yeah. really nice and helpful, and like you said, mm-hmm. especially the spices, just mm-hmm. having everything uniform. I have mine grouped in, like, how I use them. I have garlic powder next to onion powder, and then I have, like, certain spices that go together next to mm-hmm. each other. In a turntable is so mm-hmm. nice. I love it. And it really saves time in cooking and baking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. It does. Yeah. I'm glad I finally figured out sort of like my problem with having the food half on one side and half on the other side mm-hmm. and the dishes and everything. So it's better. It's definitely better. I'm still a little stumped with the Lazy Susans in the upper cabinet because mm-hmm. it's just weird. Mm-hmm. 
But it's it's coming along. It's a process. And yeah. as you girls know, I am not done. I'm done with my food for the most part, but it's a process. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So listeners, if you guys took on this domestic dare, we would love to hear your feedback and let us know how it happened and how it went for you. I'll post the link to the video of us doing your pantry in the show notes too, yeah. once that's up. So to close, we have a final pillow talk. I am going to recommend Emily Henderson's new book. It's called The New Design Rules. I just got it, you girls. It's fantastic. It's really, really good. Especially if people are wanting to know practical terminology. It is fantastic. It like mm-hmm. lays out windows, the different styles of windows, placement of windows. all Everything cool. is laid out in detail with pictures to reference. So it's a really good resource. If you have trouble like picturing things or knowing what things look like, this is a great book to get. Mm-hmm. So when it says the new design rules, is it like, has there been anything that's changed? Well, I don't have her first book, so I don't know. <laughs> Emily has her one. Yes, but that one I thought was going to be more designy related and it's more styling. style. Mm. I have that styling. one too. It's okay. more about styling than, mm-hmm. but I'm just, does she say like, oh, this, this used to be the rule, rule, but now this is the new. Her thing is knowing the rules so you can break the rules. Yeah. Okay. So it has elements of that. So like knowing proper placement for things, but then on avenues where you can like, mm, in this way you should probably do this. Mm-hmm. I have not read the whole thing yet. I've been working my way through yeah. it. But it's it's phenomenal. We just wanted to thank you guys for an amazing season and you guys supporting us. We had comments to us and updates from you guys saying that you'll miss us and favorite points that you guys liked about the podcast. So we just want to thank you guys as the listeners for being such amazing participants and listeners. Yeah. yeah. And when we come back, we'll update you on our lives. Tell you all the bucket list things we did or did not do. I'll let you know if I got my rug. <laughs> oh, please. By September, I really yeah. hope I got my rug. Thank you for hanging out with us today. We want to know what you thought of this episode and what you want us to talk about next. Find us on Instagram at Dwelling Place Pod. <laughs> I forgot to say. Please, okay, please. Hang on. Let's stop laughing and then go. I can't. Okay. Oh, no, I, I got it. I got it. Please leave. <laughs> I want to be done. Okay. Please leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. Every single review is so appreciated and helps more people find us. Visit the show notes for the pictures and links to all the things we talked about today. And we'll see you next season right here at The Dwelling Place. We did it. I was like, I'm not going to have a laughing fit right now. We're getting this going. (laughs) Oh, that'd be a good blooper, though. Oh, that's going in. Yeah.